guys. What's up, party people? Hey. Welcome to this week's episode. I've already thrown James off. I'm sorry. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of the 13th Floor Podcast. I'm Cece. I'm Alex. I'm James. Am I... <laughs> I'm throwing them off so bad. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, I'm sorry, James. I'm trying to throw you off. Or maybe it's always been this way and you oh, just remembered it wrong. That's a wonderful little introduction to this week's topic because we didn't mention in last week's episode what we're talking about this week. At least you don't remember it that way. Yeah, it was. This is, this is an episode, another Patreon recommended, suggested, asked for episode. This week we are covering Jordan's request. Hi, Jordan. What's up, hey. Jordan? Yes, Alex, what are we talking about? Mandela effect effect. Oh, my goodness gracious. Because it's the second time we're covering it. It is uh. the second time. Anybody who's listening, we have talked about Mandela effect before in the past. We've got an episode ages, eons. It was one of our earlier episodes. Ago. we got to make sure that that's still up, patrons yeah. and listeners. We have had some episodes roll off of feeds, I've noticed, so we're going to try to get those brought back up for y'all. We should be able to, Um, but it is within those first original 20 episodes, I believe, so we do need to get those put back up for you, but it'll be easy peasy, because it's just a couple button clicks. I just got to show CC how to do it. Good deal. I'm not an expert. James, (laughs) how have you been? I've been good. Been good. Been busy. Been good. Been busy and good. How are your spiders? Oh man, big update on that. Uh, I'm glad it worked. Everything's okay. And it's not bad news, but uh, I was rehousing Thanos and uh, you know, they're a textural animal. They, they do everything by touch. And I was putting him in a new enclosure and he's for everybody who doesn't know, he's my chillest spider. He's, I feed him with tweezers. He's so calm, so slow, you know, he's just so chill. And so I was rehousing him and I thought, oh, you know what would look good in this enclosure? Moss. And he had never felt moss before. And I didn't really think much of it because a lot of enclosures have moss. moss. And so he's being all slow. He's being all calm. And he touches the moss and he just panics, like loses it. And uh, two not so fun facts about spiders. Um, the ones in the avicularian family, like him, they can jump because they live in treetops. And sometimes that's how you get away from a bird. Less fun fact. If a tarantula falls a few inches, it can be fatal. He oh, leaps, really? Yeah. He leaps out the enclosure three feet off the, the ground because he's on a tabletop, belly flops onto the hardwood floor. It makes a sound. I was like, oh, my God. you James. are Yeah. I was like, you are dead. There is no way you're going to survive this. Rehoused him anyway, monitored him. It's been like four days and he hasn't eaten, but he's drank and moved around and he seems fine. No visible damage. So I think he's okay. Oh my gosh. Thanos. Yeah. It was yeah. Uh, James, and you just tried to do a nice thing. That's that's the saddest yeah. part about those stories. You're just like, you know what, little mm-hmm. buddy? I'm going to make your house even more comfortable than your old yeah. one since you have some moss. Yeah, here's yeah. some moss. Ooh. And then he's like, screw this. I'm yeah. done. Goodbye, cruel world. Wow. And they jumped. <laughs> so they jump out of trees and can survive that. But if they. Yeah, usually, you know, the logic is it's from branch to branch. And this was uh, from table to floor. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. They don't have mm. linoleum in the Caribbean. Uh, James, <laughs> this is one of the first things I was going to mention. What color? Mm. What What is chartreuse as a color? Oh, it's green, but I know exactly where you're going with this. 
uh, I think it's like a kind of like a, a bright yellow green color, right? Yeah, okay. a lot of people think that it is. Go for it, Alex. Magenta pinkish color. Yeah. No. Which I think those people, people are just. I think those people are misremembering puce. But I could be wrong. Which, by the way, Puce. grossest oh. name, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those those are usually black. <laughs> like <What>? no. <laughs> Depending on who you are. Uh, <laughs> oh my oh gosh. My that was good. You should be ashamed that of yourself. Yeah. Well. Oh my gosh. No. I have nowhere. Alex is over here. He's snickering to himself. James. He's gotten himself. Shocked. It's been a long time since he's gotten in this this mood, you guys. He's laughing to the point where he can't speak. Yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. Well, I'm glad you find yourself so humorous, Alex. Oh, I'm my biggest fan. Well, I think that what inspired that is just the fact that Thanos is purple. Maybe that's that's yeah. what inspired that yeah. question. Well, I thought, I said, no, but I thought he said chartreuse while we were. Oh yeah, chartreuse is one of his uh, one of his spiders. Yeah, chartreuse yeah. was was my green bottle blue, and yeah, so that was why the name though, because chartreuse is a greenish bluish yeah. liqueur. Well, greenish liqueur. Oh my gosh, I didn't. I thought she was named after the color. Now that I'm. Thinking oh no, they're all it. named after beverages except Thanos. I thought that chartreuse was named after color and that they were an exception because uh, you've nope. got, you've got pickles, even though pickles isn't a spider. Exactly. Yeah. The non spiders are exceptions too. Oh my gosh. What's your scorpion's yeah. name again? Severus. And she's crazy. Is she, is she still nuts? Yeah. Still climbing upside down, doing, doing crazy weird things. I Do you think that if given the opportunity, she'd try to kill you? Oh, easily. I think she thinks about it every day. <laughs> what hole would she live in? Oh, goodness. Oh. <laughs> Alex. Jesus. What? I know. I'm cutting that. That's disgusting. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, the, the Alex from my reality was a little classier. I'll say that. I, I'm, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, no, I'm. <laughs> I'm so like I'm halfway out of it because I've had such an exhausting day that my brain is like Mm. shut down. So, Alex, you say something and then it's like I have a delay in understanding Uh, what you've just said. That's because my jokes are so highbrow. It takes a while for people to usually process them. Gosh. Okay, listen. I think that that's enough. That's enough, Alex. You're ashamed of yourself. (laughs) Do do we have an icebreaker? Hmm. Well, you know, since we are covering the Mandela effect, um, I'm curious, is there any in particular that you've experienced, like maybe one that we discussed in a previous episode or or maybe that we won't discuss in depth here, that just really you cannot accept? Like, you're, you're like, no, this hill I will die on. I am not misremembering. You're crazy. Mine is the Berenstein Bears one. It's Berenstein Bears. I'm sorry. That is exactly. I have vivid memories Reading yep. those books, because we didn't have them at my house, but I remember every time I went to the pediatrician's office, my doctor, uh, Dr. Mack, he was wonderful. But we would go, and they had a stack of Berenstein Bears books in mm-hmm. the lobby, and I would sit uh, and read them. Fan. Yeah. It's not Berenstain. Uh-uh. That sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like a, a, a country bumpkin version, like the knockoff. It's the Berenstain Bears. No, it's the Berenstain Bears. So that's mine. I'm never going to accept Berenstain. Mm. Alex, what about you? 
honestly, the one of the most shocking. I mean, the, we we talked about it last. Uh, we talked about it last Mandela episode, but I still cannot get over the Sinbad genie movie not really uh, existing. Oh yeah, I, I cannot get over that. Like that's what I just don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what they say. Um, and uh, there's another one that I noticed today when I was going through my re- my little bit of research, and I can't wait to share that with you all. Uh, sh- shortly. Shortly. James, what's yours? Uh, hope I'm not stepping on Alex's toe. Is it's not C-3PO, is it? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is a hill I'll die on because I remember I was obsessed with Star Wars as a kid, and I watched it over and over and over. And I remember, I remember, in the first movie, A New Hope, C-3PO was solid gold. In The Empire Strikes Back, he had a little a issue on Cloud City where he got like his legs ripped off, and then he got a like a basically a silver leg. And now they're telling me, <laughs> I sound like a conservative radio host. Now, now these elitists are telling me that C-3PO <laughs> always had a silver leg. But no, that was a plot point. I even remember that because he basically got like a scrap leg. I remember uh, like three that. Three through the Empire Strikes Back, yeah. I, no, it's always been silver. No, I I remember him losing his leg. Yeah. And that, then he got a silver one as a replacement because it was like a scrap leg, basically. Mm. See, I always thought he was all gold, even through that movie. But then when I, when I did my rewatch before the new trilogy started uh, with a new... Whatever the new one was, Force Awakens. I was like, "Oh, I forgot he had a silver leg." That yeah. I didn't remember that. But then yeah, you're being you're being gaslit by the Rothschilds into believing it was always that way. Well, you know, an interesting <laughs> little thing about the Mandela effect is that most of them are, I guess, all of them are pop culture related. And James, just in case we have anybody who is listening that's not aware of what the Mandela effect is. Can you just give a really brief explainer on what it is? Absolutely. Yeah, so the Mandela Effect is named after Nelson Mandela because Nelson Mandela, a lot of people remember him dying in prison in the 90s. And he didn't, not in this reality at least. In this reality, he went on to become the president of of South Africa and died much later. What was it, like 2008, 2018? It was Mm -hmm. quite a bit later. I remember that. And as a result, it's become the term for when people recall, usually lots of people recall adamantly a certain phenomenon that has changed. It's, It's no longer the way it was. It's usually something relatively subtle, but it's something that's different. And, uh, funny enough, I got a big one right now. Um, I mentioned that one of my like North stars for figuring out whether I'm in a different reality or not is that when I was a kid, New Zealand was very, very close to Australia. It was South East of Australia, Southeast coast. And at one point when I went to Japan, uh, it shifted and got like real close to Japan. And then before I left Japan, it went back, which was very confusing. Well, now I look at it. <laughs> I'm back to the, the the disc jockey. Um, can you believe this, people? Um, now I look at it, and it's back to southeast of Australia, but it's further south than I recall. It's much closer to Antarctica now, and I don't like it. Jeez. That's three times. Can you just admit that you don't know what New Zealand even is? 
I will admit I have I have no sense of direction, but I've looked at a, a globe a few times and and I don't like it. Oh my gosh, James, you and your globe. You know, it's funny. I remember you very uh, You and your globe. You and your globe. Yeah. yeah. I remember you <laughs> talking about New Zealand's location and how you've got different universes. Like, oh, right now we're in Universe Gamma, and right now gamma, we're in, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which this, one are we in right now? I, I guess we're Universe Lambda or something. I don't know. It's, we're in a third one now. Dios <sighs> mio! And wow. I, now I can't get rid of the image of me just pondering a globe in some <laughs> corner. Okay. Uh, James has a little pocket globe that he carries around literally everywhere yeah. he goes to see where is New Zealand. It's today. like Inception. Yeah. yeah. It's not a little trinket. It's not as, he doesn't oh, use a compass. He uses a little, it's in it, it's got a little string on it so he can hang it up on the Christmas tree. Yeah. Last time I saw James, I was like, oh, you're happy to see me. And he pulled out this little globe and he spun it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> So anyways, that's James. Thank you for that little brief explainer. Since we have talked about this, it is a challenging episode because we don't want to step upon the episode that we've done before. Um, That being said, we we do want to kind of cover things that are of interest to all of you and especially Jordan, because this is is her special episode. Yeah. And this this was years ago. It was was years Years ago. ago. And no one knows if that (laughs) other time really happened or not if we said it. You'd be like, yeah. I feel like they said that once before, but did we really? Yeah. Did we really? You'll never know. Mm. So uh, James James has two things he's going to talk about, but I found a study on when I was trying to figure out what am I going to talk about? Because we've talked about a lot of these things before. So I found a study and the, the article reads, new study seeks to explain the Mandela effect, the bizarre phenomenon. phenomenon of shared (laughs) false memories and it's by debasri prasad and wilma bainbridge on the conversation and bainbridge sounds like a brand of shortbread it's Hmm. you know it does actually a a little uh a vanilla shortbread cookie yeah wilma i love your last name so (laughs) they basically looked into this they actually ran a study to uh, try and see like what are the things that people because they think it's collective misrememberings mm, right and That's what they want you to think it, yeah it could very well be it's but like also news. it's just it's such a strong feeling when you see something like this you're like no that's not what happened yeah and one thing that i thought was really interesting they did a study and i even asked okay i asked Gwen, you guys one of the big ones that people are like, oh, no, this isn't right, is the way that Pikachu looks, the Pokemon. Oh, uh, yeah. But some people think it's got a little black tip on the end of his tail. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Right. That's not true. Mr. Mr. Pikachu's never had that. <clears throat> and I even asked Gwen today. I said, mm-hmm. I held up three pictures of Pikachu. I said, which one's the right one? And guess what? What? Gwen picked the wrong one. She really? picked the one with uh... the tail. And so I said, reverse gamma originally. Yeah, I said, "Mm, Gwen, that's not right. And I I don't know. When it comes to things like Pikachu, the thing that makes me go, it could be a group misremembering or just general confusion is that I've been on the internet looking at pictures of Pikachu before because our daughter was Pikachu for Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I don't just sit and stare at pictures of Pikachu, you guys. Just want to make make sure people don't think that. She is a furry. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had to make a costume for her. And I remember looking it up and there are some things that you see on the internet that are, hey, this is Pikachu with a black little tip to his tail and then some that aren't. Mm. So I think that just in general, like people make fan art. Okay, I've got the little tip on there, but it's not true. Mm. So see, I looked at this picture earlier. Yeah. And I was like, they both look right. They both look what they do. See, I, 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 for me, it's like, what find what's wrong with this picture? It's like, oh, the tip's missing its color. Like it, it looks wrong. It looks fundamentally wrong to me. Well, that's one of the seven. So this, the this experiment that was run, basically, what Wilma and um and Depository Prasad Prasad, yes. What they did was they ended up showing a whole bunch of people a, a collection of items. Say, hey, which one's the right one? So that they could see, is there any particular pop culture thing that people see? And they're like, oh, this is right and everybody's wrong. And when they did do this, there was seven notable ones that people misremembered 33% of the time. Mm. Um, That's not as much as I figured. Or no, I'm sorry. They remembered properly 33 uh, times. Okay. Yes. Make that sounds about I right. I swapped yeah. that. Yeah. So those seven things are, are you ready, James? Yeah. C-3PO's leg. Mm. Yes, boy, you got it wrong. <laughs> uh, Fruit of the Loom logo. Mm. Big time. Totally jarring when I see that. <clears throat> yeah, I was yes. going to cover that. But we'll talk yeah. about it. Flip a cornucopia. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Curious George. Mm. Pikachu. Uh, yeah. The Monopoly Man. That one, I, I, I disagree. Yes. I'm, I'm in common parlance on that one. Uh, the Volkswagen logo. And then Waldo. Mm. Where's Waldo? What he looks like. Oh, really? What's, yeah. the, what's the dispute with Sir Waldo? Yeah. Uh, let me see really quickly. I don't know the Volkswagen one either. And this, if you want to read this study, it is published. I think it's in P-S-Y-A-R-X-I-V. Some journal. <laughs> Some journal. Um, if you wanted to really read and get more into it. Psychological uh, psychological science in mm-hmm. March of this year. So this is a fairly new thing. But I thought that was really interesting. That there are a lot. And the interesting thing about their research is that there were iterations of this where they would show people the correct version and then not even 15, 20 minutes later, people would still pick the wrong thing when trying to select Mm. what was the right one. So that's, I think it's just a a curious little thing that maybe it is just collective misremembering. We, We see something, we think, oh, okay, I know what that looks like. For me, when I think about it, do you guys ever remember going to like children's museums when you were little and there was that experiment like, oh, you've been robbed by somebody and now you have to identify the robber. People's Mm -hmm. memory of certain things can be so shady that you can see a person and then directly afterwards still have no idea what they look like. Mm. Uh, So, Except for me. I tell everybody I meet and I forget their name. Oh, I remember faces. I don't remember names. I forget. That's why I tell everybody. That's so disrespectful. No, it's true. I see them. I go, I've seen you before. But I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. Greeting, stranger. I think that's just something that comes with age. Because somebody, I used to be so good with names. And now I can meet somebody, they'll give me their name. And then five minutes later, I'm like, I can't remember your name. Even though you gave it to me just a couple minutes ago. I could never do it. Mm. It's always been an issue. 
Really? But now I'm much less like apprehensive about asking them their name again. Yeah. So I'll do that a couple times because I just don't care anymore. I'm at a point in my life where I just don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are you might never see them again. And so I'll, I'll just bite. Yeah. Sorry. One more time. And then usually after about two or three times. It's in there. I can remember it. Yeah. It's in your memory bank. Mostly because I would be so embarrassed to ask a fourth time that I like. You just call keep, them. I'm like, Chief I keep and buddy. It over and over and over. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Just, give just a, gives them a nickname. Yeah. Just give him a nickname. Hey, guy. Anyways, <laughs> I've I've lost my train of thought. But yeah, I think that it's interesting that there are a certain number of them that were repetitively wrong. Um, yeah. And there, there's some of the no, bigger ones. That's a good ones. point, though. Memory is a very malleable thing. Mm-hmm. I will say that. You know, we do not have a hard drive. We have a hippocampus. So I, looked, I looked up the fluid. Where's Waldo one. And yeah. the, the dispute is that it was it was called Where's Wally? Where's Wally? Oh. Well, wait a minute. That one has an easy explanation. Yes, it does. Okay, yeah. James. Yeah. Explain. Uh, well, it was Waldo in the U.S. because U.S. publishers. Same thing with Harry Potter and the and the Sorcerer's Stone, which is silly with the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. It was the same thing. Publishers were like, ah, kids in this country are stupid. Let's call him Waldo because that's fun. That's literally the yep. deal. In his native country of Britain, he's Wally. Yeah. And so Britain created the character wrong. They named him wrong. No, wait a minute. And <laughs> they did it right over here. Yeah. You you guys missed the boat. You should have named Archer Waldo. Waldo. <laughs> yeah, and, and Harry Potter in Britain is uh, Geraldo, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Geraldo Potter. <laughs> no, well, I'll give a shout out to Great Britain because they've been listening to us like crazy lately. And also Italy. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah, mm. sorry. We totally forgot our hearty hellos. Just, we just started talking about yeah. the Mandela effect because it is so interesting. But Yeah. In Italy, his name's Waldini. Waldini. Where's Waldini? <laughs> I didn't realize that Wal- uh, Waldo was from... The United yeah, Kingdom. If you look at him, though, it's very, like, he looks like a little... You've English seen him? Him. He recreationally walks with a cane He wears glasses. Yeah. No. He looks what? like he is a fan of cricket. What does the glasses have to do with Britain? Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. I was going to say, he recreationally <laughs> walks with a cane. That's, that's like a British yeah. thing. Uh, I don't know. That sounds he, very... He, he, he's got a limp from fighting I'm uh, sorry, from I, Afghanistan in, in the 1800s. Oh, my God. Have you seen Britain <laughs> like, around the time of uh, Jack the Ripper? Everybody was walking with canes. Have you they ever, probably still do it over there. Oh, my gosh, Alex. This is this episode, Alex is off the rails, you guys. You're offending. You're, yeah. you're, you're so offensive today. I would appreciate people talking about me. Like, if you're if you were a rose... <laughs> If you want to roast me and mine, that'd be great. I'm totally down. Oh my gosh, that hurt my feelings. Yeah. Don't roast me. I'm, I'm too, not making too fun soft. of them. Did it's, I say there's anything? It's going to be bad one of our about walking around with. It's going to be one fun. of our uh, Patreon episodes. Is we're going to have the the users just send in insults, and I'm going to read them at Alex. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen, I'm done talking. I want James to you you to hop into what you've got because you've got some interesting thing about sure. flip flops. And residue. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and by the way, I got one more thing, but I'm going to save that for the end because it's darker. What? But still. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. It's 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 not. It's horrible. But anyway, <laughs> um, so flip-flops and residue are two very interesting things that I didn't know about when we did our first uh, Mandela effect. And what a flip-flop is, it's funny because I referenced it with uh, New Zealand changing. That's when something goes back 
to the way people remember it. And, but they also remember it being wrong at one point. So it would be like, for example, this isn't the case at present of time of recording, but it would be like if we double checked and we were like, wait a minute, now it is Berenstein again. That's what a flip-flop yeah. is. Yeah. And there are several examples. And one that really gets my goat is the Flintstones. I remember when I was a kid, it was the Flint With a T. Stones. Yes. Yeah. And that was because they're literally named after a stone called Flint, which is used to make fire, which makes sense when you're a caveman. So it was very clever. Plus, it kind of sounds like a regular American surname. So Flintstone. Yeah. That's what it was. And, you know, when people pronounce it, they often pronounce it Flintstones. But that's just, you know, American vernacular kind of English. But at some point... Became which we, we switched timelines and it was the Flynn stone. It's not right. It was missing. It's not right. That T. Yeah, it's not right. Well, guess what, guys? We flip flopped back. Now it's got two T's again. It it's got wait. So it's back to Flintstones with an extra T. It's back. Yep, that's exactly right. It, we're back in Flintstone so territory. We're back in the right, the right place. But still, yeah, I. Yeah, that's a that's what a flip flop is. Okay, flip flop is when you go from one to another. But that what's disturbing about it is because then people remember getting in arguments about the reality of it, being corrected, thinking, "Oh, well, maybe my memory's wrong," and then we go back to it. That's what's really aggravating about the flip flop. Are there any other examples of flip flops? Several. One that I distinctly remember. I don't even know what reality we're in. I'm gonna have to look it up to be sure. <laughs> but at one point, Fruit Loops, the Loops. The, the cereal itself was spelled F-R-O-O with two Fruit Loops, like actual Fruit Loops on the logo. Yes. And then we switched at some point, and then it was the Loops that had the Fruit Loops. And then other people remember it having both. Well, we flip-flopped back to where it's both again. Hmm. So it was both, and then it was just Fruit, and then it was just Loops, and now it's Fruit Loops back all together all the O's in the sentence are are actually Fruit Loops, like the the cereal. Man, that's hard to describe because it's like all the Fruit Loops are Fruit Loops, you know. Yeah, and O's. But it's like you know, the O's, <laughs> the O's are the cereal bits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and a lot of people remember fruit even being spelled correctly. Yeah, that's how I remember. But, I see. I always yeah, remember see? it being F R O O T. So that one doesn't trip yeah. me up. For me, when I think about this, you know, they change the branding on boxes of cereal all the time. Sure. So for me, when I think about this, when I go, is it just that maybe the advertising change or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Likewise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It bothers yeah. me. But yeah, there, there are several instances of a flip flop. Another one would be Chuck E. Cheese. Man, that one, everybody's got a different version. There's Chuck E. Cheeses. There's Chuck E. Cheese. There's Chuck E. Cheese with the E backwards. What? Which one do you guys remember? Oh, I remember yeah. Chuck E. Cheese's. I just remember Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese's. Huh? What is it? And what, how do you spell cheese? How do you spell cheese? C H E E Z. Is that no. right? Cheese. Nope. Now, yep, no, it, it's no longer Chuck E. Cheese's at all. Yeah. It's Chuck E. Cheese. And a lot of people remember the E being backwards. Nope, not anymore. It's Chuck E. Cheese, like like an actual name. It looks like he files his taxes. How's, how's it cheese? Look silly how's cheese or whimsical at all. <laughs> cheese is spelled the way you would normally spell cheese. Um, but, but well, that's exactly it. Most people remember it being spelled properly, and then it switched to a backward Z, and then it switched to Chuck E. Cheese's, and it switched to Chuck E. Cheese with a Z, and now we're back 
all the way to square one with no whimsy to it at all. It's just Chuck E. Nobody, nobody really knows what is true and what is false when it comes to Chuck E. Cheese. The only thing that I vividly remember about Chuck E. Cheese, I only went to it once when I was little because I acted a fool and my parents were like, I'm never taking you back there again. But (laughs) I just remember being (laughs) I got a fun one. Absolutely terrified. Of the little band, like the little animatronic band, there's like, like singing oh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe that's, maybe Chucky Cheese just brought the devil out of me. Maybe. Well, fun, funny you should say that. <laughs> I never got to go as a kid, but I took my nephew when he was three. I'm going to embarrass him now. Um, <laughs> took my nephew when he was three, and he had always consistently, even as a baby, he was like the sweetest kid ever. And we took him to Chuck E. Cheese, and he was on his best behavior. But then it was time to leave. Ooh. And we said, come on, it's time to go. Oh, my God. It was like a scene out of an exorcist style. <laughs> he lost his mind. He was shrieking. He was t- th- you know, kicking the floor, pounding his fists on the floor. One of the workers comes up. It's like, hey, sweetie, come on. You, you, you got to go with them now. He starts kicking. Oh, my like, God. Da- like we were humiliated we never brought him back <laughs> but like it was just like what happened like a switch went off yeah there's something demonic about Chuck E. Cheese fun fact also Chuck E. Cheese was actually founded by uh, Nolan Bushnell the guy who made Atari oh really, really? isn't that oh, weird? That's weird yeah isn't that well, weird well I mean Chuck E. Cheese it, maybe there is something that they put in the pizza that makes children just go absolutely mm. berserk I do you yeah. guys remember when we talked about the Frankenstein pizzas and how some people think that Chuck E. Cheese pieces their pizzas together by taking pieces from multiple pizzas and putting them uh, I together. That. Yeah, but yeah, that was silly. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but yeah, th- those are examples of flip flops where where people remember something in one way and, and not in another. One that I remember that didn't flip flop, for example, is Cheez Its. And I think that could just be because, like, why is it called Cheez-It instead of Cheez-Its? It's like, it's a whole bunch of little crackers. So why wouldn't it be plural? Like, that's just silly to me. Yeah. And another one that I remember, not to get off topic, but another one I remember uh, when I mean, I was when I was a kid with, with, with twin sisters, we would sing, this is the song that never ends. It's, it's, this is the song that doesn't end. What? Hmm. No. That is bull. That is bull. Yeah. No, I don't buy that for a second. Same thing with Kit Kat. It's just bad branding. There's no hyphen. Like the hyphen should be a little crispy Kit Kat bar. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's it all. Should PS. be. But another thing that I was going to cover is residue, which is much rarer, but way more suspicious because, in the case of flip flops, that could still be faulty memory. In the case of standard Mandela stories, that could also be faulty memory. But residue is what happens when people see indications of the presumed false reality. But there's evidence for it, like actual evidence. And a good example of this, there are clips circulating on the internet. Maybe they've been doctored. I don't know. But one example of the Mandela effect is that Bones, at no point in Star Trek, actually said, damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, (laughs) not a mechanic. (laughs) Well, there's clips on the internet circulating of just that. So that's disturbing. And similarly, there are clips most people attribute as a prank, and I'm inclined to agree, of, and, and VHS cover pictures of Kazam. So that's that's another example. But my favorite example of Mandela effect residue is two stories. One is Procter and Gamble. How do you spell Procter and Gamble? Um, I in my brain it's P R O C T O R G A M B L E. Yeah. 
That's exactly right in another reality. It's actually P-R-O-C-T-E-R and gamble. Yeah, BS, right? Totally don't believe it. Nonsense. But here's the other thing. There's also circulating on the internet. Maybe they're a doctor. You can never believe anything. That's the problem. That's one of the re- issues with the Mandela yeah. effect is everything's fake anyway. But uh, but there's evidence uh, from literal tax papers, like circulating the internet, from literally like government entities that have it spelled with an O. So it's like, why would they get it wrong? Hmm. So that's that's an example of residue. You know, yeah. it, it's it makes me think because Jordan and I, she's such a lovely patron. We've met in real life. I, I know I've mentioned that on the show, but sometimes we'll we'll text one another and be like, "Hey, let's let's talk about this weird thing." And <laughs> it makes me think because we talked about simulation. Oh, and it's uh-huh. like, what if all of this stuff is just glitches in the code? And mm. it's cheese. It's a spell. That's this preferable. Way. Yeah, <laughs> that's preferable to what I'm going to mention. Oh, possibility. James is gonna, is, are, <laughs> James, are you going to toy with everyone's brain? Yes, big time. Oh, it's very. I'm disturbing. not looking forward to that, but I, I do mm. think that the whole simulation idea is, is an interesting, interesting option, just mm. because it could be a glitch in the code yeah. if the simulation is real. Well. I mean, I feel like we've all seen glitches at some point, you know, just weird stuff where you're like, oh, how did that make sense? Hmm. You know? Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. and this is this is off subject of Mandela effect, but are you ever, have you ever been in public and seen somebody from like behind and you're like, I swear I know that person, that's that's that person. And uh, then what if it's. Perfect example. Yeah, oh, I, it happens to me all the time. I'll go out in public with Alex and I'll be walking and I'll say, oh, you know, we'll separate. And then, oh, there's Alex. I guess it used to happen more before we had kids. But there's Alex over there. I'm going to go walk up to him. And then I go up to him and it's not him. That happens to me all the time. And I don't think it's just because Alex mm. has a, a build that is similar to other people. Generic. Yeah, I mm. think it's just it's a glitch. It's a glitch. <laughs> or maybe you've been carbon copied. Mm. You know, in the Sims, Sims all have the same bodies for the most part. That's true. There we go. Meh. We're Sims. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. That's actually, that is more scary, <laughs> frankly. Golly. Um by the way, fun fact, not to get too off topic, but did you know that uh, the CIA actually monitors people's gameplays to see like how they treat NPCs for psychopathic behavior? No, I did not. <laughs> yeah. So everybody who's ever played The Sims, you're on a watch list. Um, Man, they, they've been another, tracked in the pool so many times. <laughs> right? Another good example of uh, residue, though, one that I have tremendous difficulty with is... Uh, Y'all probably remember Britney Spears, like most iconic song, the one that kind of put her on the map, Baby Baby. Or, uh, no, Oops, I, I didn't. Say, I was going to say it's Oops, I Did uh, It Again. Uh, again. Yeah. In that music video, what is she wearing? Isn't she wearing the little squirrel girl, school girl outfit with the two fuzzy... In a lot of scenes, in a lot of scenes, that's that's a good point. Well, in some scenes, though, she's wearing like this red lycra looking. Outfit. I thought that that was in Toxic. And maybe it was Toxic. No? No, I don't you know Toxic. I thought she was wearing a black. Toxic I mean, she changes outfits all the time in music videos. But I thought she yeah. was wearing a. Yeah, that's a good point. A I got to look black it up outfit now. In toxic. Britney Spears images. I could have swore that there was a red lycra. Hang on. Oops. Yep. Look it up. This is real life, James, checking to see what universe we're in at the moment. And no, that is it. It's the the Lycra, the red Lycra. So she wore a red Lycra 
outfit in this reality, at least. But here's the kicker. This is the part that, that people remember, and it's not the case. In this reality, she doesn't have a little headset, like a little microphone and earpiece. And everybody that I've talked to remembers her having a little microphone and earpiece in her ear. And this is the kicker. Examples of residue. Two things. One, she reaches under her chin and grabs something that doesn't exist in the real video now. It literally looks like she's reaching up for her headset that doesn't exist. So that's that's flipping weird. It's mm. like, what is she doing? And then also, that year that it came out, all the official little Halloween costumes and merchandise have a headset included. So it's like, why would all those things be included with all the branding imagery associated with that exact outfit in that exact scene where she expressly reaches up to adjust a headset that's not there? <laughs> So that's an example of mm. I do think a lot of her photos of her has like that headset on. Yeah. Like when she's like in performances that's, and stuff. A lot more so than I see a lot of other performers. And I wonder if mm. it's just like part of her branding. Well, she's also a singer. So if you're yeah. going to dress up as Britney Spears, the singer in her oh. little outfit. Oh, I need mm. to have a headset on. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm easy to dismiss that one. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But I was thinking, James, the cheese its one. <laughs> Why people might add that its to it? I think it's because there's cheese nips. Or there used to be cheese nips. It discontinued them a couple of years ago. Cheese nips. Cheese yeah. nips. But I think people mix those two together and create a cheese its. I. That's a very real possibility. Yeah. Ooh, Did like you know that, that I had there. a song me and my dear friend Amy made up about cheese nips a long time ago? It was, yeah. I did not. Cheese Are nips, you really? cheese nips. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. I eat them all day. Eat them all night. They are better than flying a kite. Oh, cheese nips. Yummy <laughs> in my tummy. What? So, you guys... <laughs> You're welcome for that gem. Wow. They discontinued mm. cheese nips? Yeah, in 2020 it says. Oh yeah. my gosh, that is that is tragic. Yep, no no more cheese nips. I can't even remember what they taste like. You know why? Cuz you didn't eat them, which is why they went out of business. Yeah, it's all your fault, James. Uh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got one more minor one because it it does bother me. Um and it's not residue. It's, this is just one that's sticking in my crawl. <laughs> uh, and that is Bucket List. You guys remember the film? With Bucket Morgan List? Freeman and, and uh, Jack Nicholson? Yeah. yeah. You remember no. that? Why was it called The Bucket List? Well, I don't know if I ever saw it, but the previews indicated that one of them or both of them were dying. And so they were going to go do the things mm. that were on their bucket list. On their bucket list. Interesting. Do you remember ever hearing about Bucket List prior to the film? I remember hearing yes. about what Bucket yeah. List was. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what the movie's named after, the concept. Uh, in this reality, the concept came from the film, not Are the other serious? way. Are you serious? No way. Dead serious. He, the screenwriter who wrote the film coined the term bucket list in this reality. I'm calling shenanigans. Uh, what's more likely is the guy who, who says he coined it actually has some of the source code to this reality. It's possible. There's no way. Yeah, he's a programmer. <laughs> right? There's no way, James. Hmm. Alex is, Alex I, I'm just trying to find an old article that's from before 2007 that has a bucket list in it. Yeah. yeah. Can't do it. 
The old bucket list. Isn't that messed up? That's, yeah, that's a bit weird. That's a bit wonkadoo. And Alex, you had some examples yeah. of Mandela Effect stuff that yeah. you wanted to yeah. chat about really quickly before James ruins the rest of our days <laughs> with whatever baloney he's Funny got. enough, I think I talked about it briefly before, but yeah. Oh my God, James, you're right. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you just broke Alex's brain. He looks he looks very distraught. There's no way. This there's no way. <laughs> yeah, this now we've got him upset about for once about this whole shit. He's been so off today with all of his jokes and stuff, but now you've broke him. You've mm. broken him. <laughs> broke yeah. <the> spirit. <laughs> no more inappropriate jokes from Alex today. They do say oh, this is a dubious claim. That they say that someone used it in 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. I'm ignoring this. I, I can't deal with this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> All right. What's, what's your chance? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, you all mentioned the cornucopia with Fruit of the Loom. That was one that really bothered me. Uh, well, especially since yeah. Alex is from Bowling Green, where they have a Fruit of the Loom. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Factory. I mean, really, Thanksgiving and Fruit of the Loom is the only times you ever see a cornucopia as a kid. Yeah. Like Thanksgiving art. I mean, yeah, you know, plenty. I don't. I don't remember the cornucopia. I just remember a, a big cluster of fruit. Yeah, and, and then I, I do apologize if I repeat anything from our original episode. Uh, do you all happen to remember if Tom Cruise is wearing sunglasses in his movie? Risky business uh, when he does the slide. And, that's one that bothers and me. The shirt. That's He's got the shirt, me. no like, pants on. Yeah. I've never seen He's that movie. He's got the whitey so tidies sure. on. And he, I remember that. He's do, got do, the do, little. But you've seen do, it in do, all. He's got the little hairbrush microphone. Yes. I feel like he wasn't wearing sunglasses. Okay, well, you would be right. But everybody remembers yeah. him having sunglasses. And I feel like whenever they imitate it on a show, I feel like they usually wear sunglasses. I don't know if that's I, right or not. I would. I would say that. But, I mean, listen, Tom Cruise is one of our regular listeners. Why don't we just go to the source himself? Yeah. Tom, uh, message us, 13thfloorpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Are you wearing sunglasses? Well, we can like, I mean, watch was, the movie. And- oh, we, we actually just got a statement oh. from him. Hang on. Putting it in the sound bite. <laughs> um, but he's not wearing sunglasses. But I think the reason people think he is, and I thought he was, it's because the poster and the cover for like all the media for it is a picture of Tom Cruise with sunglasses on. That's got to be it. People are just peaking, melding peaking those, over those images together. Yes, exactly. So mm. I think people are mixing them together. Um, now, yeah, I just want to go ahead and get to this one. This is the one that kind of broke me. How do you spell Febreze, everybody? <laughs> Oh, I've oh, seen this that one. one bothers me. That one bothers um, me. Like, uh, why? Why would you do that? Why would you? In my brain, it it's F E B R E E Z E. Yeah, because it's got yeah. breeze in it. It's a Febreze. and the other way is Febrez. Yes. Yeah, Febrez. Yeah, no, it's that, not Febrez. Eh? That one really disturbs me. Why does it's it disturb you so much? Yeah. Because it's wrong. <laughs> it's Febreze, yeah. not Febrez. Eh? Yep. Yep, it makes cleaning a Febreze. Uh, James. Is that really part it, of their branding? That would be it funny if it was. I've never heard that before, mm. says the the guy who mm. does marketing for his yeah. career. <laughs> and then there are a couple that I think are just like basic mistakes that a lot of people think are evidence of Mandela effect, like mm-hmm. sex and the city. 
Is it uh, sex in the city or sex and the city? I always thought it was sex in the city. Sex in. But mm-hmm. I feel, feel like that is something mm-hmm. that you just say so quickly. Yeah, again, American yeah. vernacular. Sex yeah. and the city. Like, I think that that is just people misspeaking. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the, we mentioned a Monopoly man earlier with a monocle. I think people mix him up with a peanut That's man. That's right. That's exactly yep. what they mix him up with. Yeah. So see, these make sense. These, some of these make sense to me, like double stuff Oreos. One F or two F. Yeah, why misspell it? One F. Why? Yeah, right. exactly. It's one F. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's weird. It, well, Stupid. the thing that gets me on that is like it's double the stuff. Why wouldn't you have double mm. F, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. Right. Does Hannibal in the movie Silence of the Lambs actually say hello, Clarice? Hello, Clarice. Uh I'm guessing he probably doesn't because you're asking me this question, but that's yeah, what I remember. Hello, Clarice. Nope, yep. he just says, good morning. Good morning. He what never kind says of trash is that? I don't, I don't know if you're covering this one or not, Alex, but likewise, I distinctly remember in 2001 A Space Odyssey, flipping Hal saying, good morning, Dave. And he Oh, does. really? No, I wasn't covering that. that at all. Here's another mind-blowing one. And I think, uh, I don't go, what do you, all right, the Tiananmen Square video. Of the guy in front of all the tanks. tanks? Tank yeah. man. What happens to Tank man? Oh, he, he, he da- he's dead. I don't know. I can't, I, I don't know. No, Tank man walks off to the left. Tank man never what? gets run over. Well, where is he then? Where is he then? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, if he survived, he should be like on magazines and stuff. Like, hey, everybody! Yeah, I know he's this big okay. symbolic thing about standing up, but at the end of the day, he just walks over. He walks off the street. He doesn't actually get run over, <sighs> and everybody seems to remember him getting run over, and he doesn't get run over. He just walks off. Oh. The pic- the picture is more powerful than the actual video. Yeah. I'm I'm crushed that he. Was- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, James makes an interesting point though because the the video is not this nearly powerful as powerful as the picture because yeah. he just walks away. He doesn't stand his ground. He walks off. Hmm. Yeah. Well, up? any more, Alex? Or are we ready for James to say whatever it is that he's got up his sleeve? Oh boy, let's just hear what James is going to depress everybody with. Oh, all right, James. Yeah. So, have have I ever talked to you guys about quantum immortality? No. Okay. Yeah, it's a very bleak concept. Um, so, quantum immortality posits that because there's an infinite number of realities and that there are an infinite number of us in those realities, that it's possible that when one of you dies in one reality, you simply consciously shift into and merge with another version of you. I've heard of that before. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a neat concept and it posed a lot of questions because it's kind of like, well, what happens to the person in the other reality that you fuse with? Do they become less them and more you or, you know, how does that work? You know, just in terms of like who we are, but presumably, you know, in this, theoretical circumstance that's what happens you you just fuse with somebody else it's kind of like that movie with jet oh, I, I think i know oh. where you're going with this that's cool. yeah well what's terrifying about it is the immortality part of it and maybe what's causing these big shifts is just big mass dyings from big horrible events like asteroids and nuclear war and all that 
causing huge segments of the population to shift into other realities that they have memories uh, that are incongruous with. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So that could be the reason. Now, here's the silver lining of this. That means that because there's an infinite number of realities, no one ever truly dies. Wow. But think about what that really means. It also means that eventually when we get down to the nitty gritty, we're all going to end up as immortal beings floating in some sort of personal hell where we're just in a vacuum of space but can't die because of the nature of the universe in that particular reality. So ultimately, we're all going to live forever, but we're all going to live forever in the exactly. <laughs> James, that is so freaking dark. How dare you put that thought in my brain? We're, we're all going to be liches. We're all going to be quantum liches. You know, I've, I've always thought about that because I've thought, you know, maybe the light at the end of the tunnel is people hopping universes when they're mm-hmm. perishing. But, oh, no, James, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well. Yep. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I, I have nothing else to say on the Mandela effect now. Mm-mm. Alex, James. <laughs> It's a good time. Uh, okay. All right. I am I'm okay with the whole quantum thing. It sounds fun. It's good. Alex is you see that Alex doesn't worry about anything, James. He doesn't. He doesn't have deep thoughts. Yeah. Well, possible <laughs> silver lining if universe is infinite. You also have expand, infinite solutions. I was going to say we may ev- elude the lich element. I got so, this. Yeah, uh, we'll all right, you guys. <laughs> is there anything you all want to add before we? Ooh. Oh, James, what do you want to add? What if? What if we? What if reality prime is literally just what heaven Ooh. is? And what if this music was brought to you by Grant Cook? Music <laughs> on Spotify, iTunes, and you already listen to music. We've got another Patreon exclusive <laughs> request next week. Stay tuned to hear what it is. I'm just going to say we're going we're to take a trip around the world. That's my hint for next nice. week's episode. So until then, you guys, we hope that you can keep it Gonna say, this is like, a different thing. reality. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the, even the way CC did the outro, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys.